We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends Musical Scrums, a, rug- a rugby league podcast that this week is dancing to 90s pop rock band Cake. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. Okay. Go. Um, what's another one they do? No, I just do She's Going the Distance. You're doing the great little bass. <laughs> Don't be shy, no one's listening. Uh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You know, they were terrible live. That was uh, that's why they faded. They really? Did, yeah, they, they did a great job. The corn section was an absolute shit fight. I'm Big T, views my own. I'm recording these views on the cloud table in Rugby League Heartland that is O'Dean's office. How are you, sir? I'm good, mate. A um, little worn out. Had a big weekend. Um, not partying or anything, mm. but just like. You know. Yeah. You've got a baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. And a dog. So we, um, we wanted to go to Manly. Um, and we had it in our heads that we'd get the ferry from Watson's Bay to Manly and it would be great first time for Baby Bunny on a ferry. Uh, but we got to Watson's Bay, no service to Manly, had to get the ferry <laughs> from Watson's Bay back to Rose Bay, back to Circular Quay, oh. across to Manly. And we were like too thick into it. We were like, we're going for it. We've made this day in our heads. So we did it, but it was, it was a massive day um, that we were probably a little underprepared for. Got a bit sunburnt, uh, got a bit chafed. Um, <laughs> chafed? And, uh, yeah. Leg tapage with the walking. Yeah, yeah, swimming, walking, swimming, oh, walking, swimming, you know, swimming, back swimming. and forth. Um, but it was great. It was so awesome. Mm. Um, Baby Bunny loved being on the ferry and looking at all the boats and birds yeah. and stuff like that. She's one and a half now, so she's really starting to pick up what's going on. Yeah. Um, and you reckon she's gay? She's looking at the birds. Oh, you mean actual birds? Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible yeah. joke, sorry. That was, yeah, poor. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then Sunday just shattered. And I uh, yeah. still haven't recovered. From <laughs> <laughs> catching some fairies. Yeah. What a time. Yeah. That's, that's uh, a dad chat right there. I, uh, I've also done that one. Because did you catch the massive, it only goes on Saturdays, that massive ferry that goes from Circular Quart all the way to Manly? It's like a fucking cruise ship from the 1920s. No, we got the fast ferry on the way oh. over there. And then I think we got the big one on the way back. Mm, it's got to be huge. Big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Lillis really was gagging. Every time we'd go to Circular Quart, he'd always be like, let's get on that fucking thing. And I was like, I'm not going to Manly, mate. Like, it's just a day out. Like, you and I just... we When he was young, a bit older than uh, Little Bunny, I used to just do a loop where we'd go, like, ferry train, bus, tram, bus, back to my house. Just, like, take me maybe two or three hours before a nap. Just, he'd just sit on different public transport. He loved it. And then we'd get to the circle and I'm like, let's go into that. And I'm like, this is only a 30, 40-minute trip. Big guy. I'm not, yeah. That's a 40-minute trip in itself, all over yeah. Manly. But one day we did it, and he absolutely, he was frothing the whole time on that ferry. He loved it. Yeah. And then we got there. He was like, shit, we're at a beach. I was like, no, nah, no, I didn't break beach stuff. Mm, yeah, turn around and get back on the ferry. <laughs> there's a park I found on Google Maps. I've gone there for a while. Yeah. And found out there's no sushi in Manly that day. Yeah. Right, we didn't look for sushi, but... Uh, oh, fuck, I was furious. Yeah. Who? I, I didn't mean, even check. You just assume Manly Beach is going to have sushi. Fuck yeah, you would think 2023. so. 2023. And it's a go-to for, for kids' food, right? Just so easy. Bit of Most rice, humans. avocado. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all wrapped up, nice <sighs> and clean. Um, you feel like it's healthy, it's not too expensive. Yeah, and there was so much free stuff getting handed out. What? I like, got off the ferry, here's a free, like, you know, healthy soda. 
And Who gave you that? Just a bunch of like reps, like oh, for right. I think goddamn hippies. Yeah, goddamn Sugar hippies giving away at the free stuff. It was delicious. I, sh- I feel like I should uh, get a kickback here, but I can't remember the brand's yeah, name. No. I think it was Remedy. <laughs> they do kombuchas and stuff, but that was oh, that was unreal. Yeah. And then we walked through the Esplanade thingy to get to the beach. And then once we got to the beach, there were people handing out free frozen yogurts. Oofed. And then on the way back to the ferry to go home, I got a free soda again. Oh, Same damn. people, yeah. <laughs> I was just land of the free, manly. Just uh, like home curled your moustache and put a sunglasses <laughs> on. Oh, no, I haven't had one. Yeah, yeah. I could have just done laps. <laughs> um, yeah. Can I already have the passion fruit? Can I have the... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I actually had had enough that I didn't drink the second one. Took it home, threw it in the fridge and had it later that oh, night. Oh, sick. Yeah, I was... <laughs> firing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shattered, but rolling it on the chafe, <laughs> the cold oh, can. I wish I'd thought of that. <laughs> I needed something. Uh, now, also, big rugby league hi to Lambretta, who wrote to us as well to tell us uh, that he listens. And I even screenshot it for us. I'll keep talking until I find it. He wrote at Lambretta GP 1971, wrote at Biggest Tiger, as if I wouldn't be listening, everyone else should too. What a bloke! Yeah, that's unreal. Big hi to Lambretta. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Rolling in the deep. <laughs> yeah, good song. Different meaning now. Mm. Uh, culture club versus fans. Firstly, I want to get to this. Uh, culture clubs, manly. Uh, sorry, Penrith, because uh, they they're all big about about their culture and all this crap. But anyway, <coughs> and feet fans is uh, rabbitos. At ABC Sports tweeted, a spectator has been ejected from the stadium after allegedly racially abusing South Star Latrell Mitchell, says Michael Carianis. Security very swift to act. That was an interesting thing to add. Mm. Anyways, quote tweeted by Carl's Carla, who echoed most people's sentiments beautifully by saying, absolutely disgusting, life ban for the racist pricks. Imagine going to work, living your life and copying this bullshit all the time from ignorant, hateful assholes. Be better for fuck's sake. Go. Yeah, mate. Um... Yeah, pretty poor form. I mean, it's come out that it was a teenager, which, you know, um, leaves a lot for his parents to sort of, to answer for, I guess, more so than the child. But, I mean, yeah, I've seen recently that they were say, the, the kid said, oh, it wasn't racially motivated. But when you say the words that he said, I don't know how else you can frame it. Do you know what they, the kid said? Yeah. Do you feel comfortable saying it? Um, yeah, I'm knowing happy, that you don't obviously mean it. Yeah, I'm happy to say what it was. It's it's in all the Fox oh, news and it. stuff like that. Um, he called him a black dog. Oh right. Um, so yeah, pretty shocking. Um, I don't think it. I mean, apparently it was at a Penrith um, Bunnies game, but apparently it was a guy in a Roosters jersey. So <laughs> possibly harbouring some hell. hate from last year when we bounced him out of the finals, but um, obviously still doesn't no. condone that. Um, or excuse it, or even provide a legitimate reason no. in any way. So, yeah, it was pretty horrible. The fact that it happened at halftime um, of the game and then, you know, the, the boys got out there and just kept playing uh, and, and sort of turned it on a little bit more. It may have galvanised the troops, but, um, yeah, no place for that in the game. As, as, you know, I mean, it's pretty universal the way everyone's responding to this. Mm. Um, and I think that, I mean, I saw Nico Hines had a pretty interesting... Uh, perspective and he sort of thought that um, they should invite the kid into the Indigenous camp next year uh, before the All-Stars game which I thought you know it's almost like a reward for this I feel the same way this idiot Um, but there'd be no better educational experience to to turn someone around and Mm. um, you know to make a a massive difference in one life uh, for the positive 
And then, you know, everyone else is just saying, just ban him and his whole family from ever doing anything to do with the NRL ever <laughs> again. Uh, you know, I'd be happy with either. Probably more, I'm leaning more towards the ban. Like, just get that sort of yeah. stuff out of here. Um, and I think if you come down extremely hard on it, um, you know, it's a shame it's got to be a teenager that you make an example out of. But yeah. there's also a point that comes and you've got to take responsibility for your actions, whether you're 15, 16, 17 or 18. I think you're, you're still old enough to know better than that. Yeah, um, yeah. I would say anyone in high school, sh- surely by then, even prim- most primary school kids aren't very yeah. racist. Like, yeah, yeah. And so, <clears throat> yeah. I think it's a funny, there's a funny grey area before you become an adult. Yeah. And before you lose that, like, beautiful innocence. sort of, yeah, innocence yeah. and, like, you know, we're all friends. Everyone's friends. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, sort of, um, there's, yeah, a little bit of grey area where you're very um, easily influenced. Mm. Um, and I, I reckon that's probably where this kid's sitting and hopefully... Um, yeah, hopefully, you know, pulls his socks up. Yeah. 14 and 15 maybe is the time I can I can see there where, like, you might be in a group of guys, you don't mean any of what you're saying, but all of a sudden you do get swept up in that emotion and you say something fucking stupid. Yeah. You still get punished. If Anything after 16, if we're thinking you can have sex and make that choice, and you can also make the choice not to tell someone something racially out, out loud. Because I'm not even telling you you can't think it. Fuck, I mean, you do you, but... You can't go to a public space and start shouting at people racist shit like or homophobic shit or any of that stuff. So yeah. it's just so dumb. That's off. Yeah, and also I've got no idea what the sanctions should be though. I don't know if banning them for life is actually Does the it right solve thing. Solve anything? That's right because I really want that person to come back and not be racist. That's probably the that, you know, that's the that's end result. Not yeah, you know. and that's why Nico's suggestion sort of has a bit of merit. Yeah. I think, but I mean, even if there's just a way of doing it, like force the like oh you want to ever come to an nrl game or play in a junior league ever mm, again mm. um you have to pay for yourself to go to you know a cultural something. education yeah. course or something like yeah, that yeah 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 um but yeah i'm not sure how how you do that yeah and how to keep track of it. i don't even know how the fuck to keep a kid out forever how do you tell a 45 year old tag, hey didn't you 23 years ago yeah tattoo on the forehead anyway we're obviously wholeheartedly against racism and fuck that shit uh now before uh, I also want to now talk about this one. At Woodward, Curtis said, forget the last few minutes. Souths were really bad tonight. Penrith gave them so many chances to stay in the game. Pedestrian and attack and their stars didn't show up. Penrith what? Uh, Penrith did what they had to do. What, what, what were your thoughts on that yeah, game outside well, of that? I don't really agree with that, that yep. comment. I think, yes, our execution was poor. Um, I think both sides drop their lollies a few times to hand over possession and let mm. momentum swing back. Um, I think the Panthers, I don't know, I just have a feeling, and it might just be, you know, me playing the victim here, but I feel like every time they play the Bunnies, their line speed, their play-the-ball speed, their intensity, everything just goes up a, a notch on anything I see them do mm. against anyone else. And mm. I don't know if it's just me being a Bunnies fan, watching it going, oh, geez, like, this is a bit much, guys, he's up. <laughs> um, but I, I think, and, you know, in my head, it's due to our, our history, recent history together because yeah. they've been the ones who've kicked us out of the finals the last few years uh, and we've been the team that's put it to them and really tested them in those few years. Um, and I don't know whether they're just extra up for it because they realise that, you know, as much as they're the benchmark, we're, we're really close on their heels. That's the way I like to think of it. Um, but the fact the Bunnies were able to hold in mm. despite the way they started, like Penrith just started so hot, I thought. A couple of mistakes, obviously, like some, some polish was missing, but the, all the grunt work 
from the front to the back that everyone was just putting their hand up. Tough yeah. carries, fast carries, getting up, playing the ball. Like, South to hold on, um, I thought they did remarkably well. So I, I was proud of that effort. I don't think... I mean, Curtis uh, is welcome to his opinion, calling them really bad, going down by six points to the Panthers. Yeah. Mate, I think he's, he's been a bit dramatic there. Um, definitely some things to work on, but a lot of things I saw that I really liked. I thought the, I thought the only difference in my opinion and yours, was that South seem to, maybe for the last couple of years, and this game seems to be what happens to them a lot, where they don't seem to play very well either, in my respect, and yet somehow they're always in a game. Mm. It kind of shits me off. Because, because if they were really good all the time, they'd fucking kill everyone. If they were on. Yeah, yeah. and I just feel like there are heaps of times in a game where they just there's too many extra passes or, there's, or they go too wide too soon or... There's, there's all these really funny things that kind of happen. You're like, what the fuck is this? And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, you're, how are you only bang, down bang, by bang. four? Yeah, yeah, they score three tries. So yeah, and, and you're like, actually, but that doesn't look weird. Like when you watch South turn it on, you're like, that's what I thought was going to happen. I don't know what the other bit was. So I think maybe that that kind of is, is weird for me. And I don't put that at all. I love every, Everyone often likes to put it on Cody Walker, mm. particularly when you see him get up and push the marker oh, and he drops yeah. the ball and everyone will be, fuck these, fuck it. And yeah. I hate that too. If, like, if yeah. It makes me so angry when he's trying to fire up but he can't get the, the tone right or like he's focused in the right hot spot. Uh, but outside of that, like him and Trello, and I thought most of them played really well. I just think there were just heaps of times where just as a team they were shit and then they went into a good patch again and as a team they were shit. Yeah. I don't know how to fix that. They're really rocks and diamonds. And, the, you know, their diamonds are, are more precious jewels than any other team yeah, can produce. Yeah, that's probably right. Um, but the top teams don't produce, like, the you know, probably the only other team that is comparable would be Panthers, really. I mean, they're the only ones who don't produce rocks. Or maybe Melbourne, yeah. they're pretty consistently solid. Well, we're going to get to um, Melbourne later, but no, yeah. but I agree. Penman's P- P- probably like, the only one that cares. Even their rocks aren't that rocky, but yeah. Yeah, yeah whereas yeah. like South, sort of like we have the highest of the highs and then we just have rocks. Like in, in games that we dominate as well. Yeah, like we legit still, We still have, yeah, we're just like, what, what is that? Why did you yeah. just switch off for five minutes or ten <laughs> what minutes? What was that kick? What was that play? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that is frustrating as a, as a fan for sure. But um, yeah, when they're on, there's, there's no better team to watch. How about, uh, also just sometimes I get the shits with like Trello in that, I just want him, they, him to get the ball all the time and just like join a line with the shit yeah. out of it. Because there are some times where he gets it in the middle of the field, there's zero on, and he gets tackled immediately, but doesn't go to the ground, and then all of a sudden he's broken out of it. You're like, hey, what was that? Yeah, uh, he does, yeah he's, he's, he's so fucking good. Yeah, it seems upsetting. like he's just like so naturally strong. He's not like jacked. He's yeah. a big, hard bloke to handle, and I just love... And you know what's really good? Seeing his brother Shaq oh. start... How's my brother? Uh, brother, brother, older big brother. brother, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think he's older by a year. He's also good as well. He's like so he, good. Yeah, I was. I thought he was great. I think he's going to come along leaps and bounds for us this year. I'm really stoked to see it because he had, you know, bloomed out to like 160 kilos. Like, mm. got like had all this talent, got dropped from teams, and you know, dealt with depression and um, you know all these mental health sort of things. And so to see him turn it around, I think you know. A credit to him and also the Rabbitohs giving mm. him a chance. Like it might have, a lot of people say, oh, you know, if he wasn't Trell's brother and stuff, but they've given him a chance and he's proved he's up to NRL standards. So I'm stoked for him. But also, if he just needed to be in a team with Trell to keep that standard, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Tr- you're going to keep Trell anyway. Yeah, yeah. You might as well have a go on this bloke. And then if it works because your brother's in the team, fuck, great. Yeah. They're not going to carry anyone who's shit just because Latrell's in there. Like Latrell's no. not that stupid, neither is South. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if it was something like, oh, Trell 
knock 100k off your thing yeah, or we'll give yeah, your yeah, brother yeah. a contract yeah. um, you know put him in our top 30 or in our development mm. fuck squad. I'm also happy with that yeah okay. again go for smart. it if, everyone's smart smart footy because if you look at what he's produced yeah. on the field these if they're both rounds, better because they're both there fuck yeah, he's playing he's playing above his pay packet I betcha yeah. so yeah I was pretty stoked with that um, with how Shaq's going and you see the same sort of thing standing in tackles yeah, and that, like he's a yeah. strong just yeah. naturally strong fellow who yeah. doesn't look like Offload. you know he doesn't have to look like you know Scott Sorensen who looks like he's carved from marble yeah. you know they're yeah. just they're just strong fellas um, but yeah that game you know who I marvel at Dylan Edwards I used to I, know. I used to hate him me too <laughs> I used to hate him he's, he was he's incredible got such a in this game pencil head yeah. sort of thing going on and so chirpy he used to he used to have these absolute clangers of games I'm like this fucking kid yeah. whereas now he's like he's safest, probably better than Tedesco yeah my gosh moment. like he's they should call him the radar because every time a kick goes up yeah, he's, he's exactly where it's yeah. going to yep. land yeah and any in during defensive players or whatever he's never out of position yeah so safe always pushing shits. up like he's yeah he's like That's a good point unbelievable he's yeah. so good and but like the sort of player who you look at him and you go, like, no, I'd still rather have Trello in my team. Or I'd still rather have <laughs> Tedesco, Teddy. yeah. You know, or, hey, some people might even pick Ponga. We'll get to that, I'm yeah. sure. Or but, Dane Laurie. When I mean, there's a whole bunch of people before him, but there's no denying that he's incredible. Yeah, he's top tier. And, and for a long time, I sort of didn't want to admit it. And I was yeah. like, no, no, he's just like he's just average. You know, he just does everything pretty well. Yeah. But he's in the Panthers. He's getting, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, he's no, making he's, that he's team. He's a gun. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I really enjoyed about this game. Wade Graham in the uh, commentary, like the commentary box, box yeah, yeah. Um, in the the pre-show, I loved his insight. Thought he was really well spoken, um, and he had yeah just just a good sort of perspective, like player's perspective um, on the game, uh, like you know his game, the South players, um, just the the comp as a whole. Uh, really enjoyed that. So I'm looking forward to seeing him in there a bit more now that he's got four or five weeks off for that shoulder <laughs> charge. Um, but yeah, great, great little peek behind the curtains, I think, into you know professional footy player's mind. Uh, I know we got off Trello, but just one last thing that NRL Twitter, they have particular narratives, and one of them is that Trell is lazy, he doesn't know no good in defence positionally, mm. but you saw a couple of times in this game, it's only because of his, the way he runs, just looks like he's jogging, but, but he makes the ground. There was one time where Panthers got through, definitely score, some great inside ball or whatever, and the guy's in the clear. And then Trell just like tackles him just in case. But they give the try, they check in, and like, wait a minute, hold on. And Latrell's fucking manhandled this bloke by himself. Yeah, Luke with Garner. some second row, yeah, that's was Luke kind of right. It was a try for all money, and yeah. Latrell's just like, no, 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 no. Not only have I made the space, but I've also rolled on your back. You never fucking got it down. He's like, fucking hell, that narrative isn't true, everyone. Yeah. Score? Uh, 16 to 10. Done. Now, next game was Red Dem Redemption, which is, of course, the uh, Dolphins because Wayne Bennett looks a lot like Clint Eastwood. That's a cowboy movie. They're red. kind of works until somebody gives us a better name. Cowboy game, right? Yeah. Red Dead Redemption versus The Clap. Clap is Canberra. <coughs> At Ross Mutton, 1960. This is a bloody good game. Really atrocious conditions. Plenty of respect for the At Dolphins NRL. Can see them... Can they hang on for 20 minutes and go 2-2? Two and two? Come on, Dolphins. Not only did they go on, they got better oh. in that fucking game. How could you called this on Thursday as well. Let's do the Dolphins game. I was like, oh, fucking Dolphins game. Surely not. And there were two other incredible games before that. And I was like, you're obviously not watching these great games. Called it. What a game. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I'm a believer. I, I'm, I've got my fins up. <laughs> I'm right into it. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> All three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mate, it was a great game. Um, I like watching the Raiders play. Like their, I just love watching their forward pack. Um, and I was looking forward to that sort of battle in the middle. Right. Uh, but then, yeah, you see the you see the speed men, the Dolphins sort of linking up, and 
they're really playing cohesively. I'm really enjoying watching it. And uh, the all, hammer. always Oof. good to see the milk go down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One thing I do want to get your insights on, though, because I don't know much about it, is is this whole uh, Redcliffe Gate problem that they've got. At Harry Rampage has written, Dolphins wearing a Heritage Redcliffe jersey but don't want to be called Redcliffe. Just stop this nonsense. It's a great jersey, great history. At Tim Burrow tweeted, so the At Dolphins NRL are 2-0, one of the great stories of the NRL history after beating the Raiders at Redcliffe, but can't be called Redcliffe. Sort it out, give them their identity, everyone's in the bandwagon anyway. And Braden's Fingers tweeted, I think the fans at Dolphins Stadium have given up the biggest indication of what the team should be rightly called by chanting Redcliffe, Redcliffe as the Dolphins attack. Now, just before you launch into that, the crowd at that place was fucking foaming. It was so great to listen to and watch. Tell me, what the hell's going on with this thing? Why can't they be called Redcliffe? What's the whole deal here? Um, look, I think it's something to do with like branding uh, and the area they're supposed uh, to represent. And it's not... The area they're supposed to represent is more than, than just Redcliffe. Redcliffe. Right. And so they, they don't want to, um, I guess, put... You know, I think it's like Moreton Bay and... Um, oh, I can't remember where. But there's a couple other like jurisdictions or whatever that they're supposed to represent. They don't want to put them offside and say, you know, right. we're, this is, we're all dolphins. It's not just Redcliffe. Um, which, you know, in a vacuum, you're like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's pretty PC, trying to make sure everyone's yep. happy. But um, everyone's calling them Redcliffe. Mm. Everyone's calling them the dolphins. Um, I think if you ask those people in Moreton Bay and, and all the other suburbs that they wouldn't really mind too much either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's the area called? I wouldn't know. It's up... Uh, can't we just call it North... I know nothing about what we're North talking about. North Brisbane. Can't we call it North Brisbane or West Brisbane? Or Because yeah. I was going to say South Sydney's bigger than wherever the fuck they play because they don't play in Homebush, right? They play in your heart. So they're mm. from Botany all the way to, you know, fucking yeah, yeah. somewhere really south. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tasmania. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's too young. Maybe they just need a season or two and once everyone's kind of calling them Redcliffe, they'll just slide it in and then more Bay won't be too upset or whoever the fuck's upset. Or um, or they love the chat and they keep it as the because they think that's better chat and everyone you know the whole media is talking about changing it changing it and then keeping them people front talking in people's mind yeah it's not a bad call I don't know I mean yeah I don't know if, if they if they are zero and two instead of two and two I don't don't know if it's an we're issue. talking about that yeah true because everyone just goes oh who cares yeah <laughs> you know like it's another team that's come in they'll probably be bounced out in a couple of years but no the the dreams are live and yeah. I think like winning that first game I think can't be overstated in how important it is for this club's future mm. because they had a huge crowd for their first game. You knew that was going to happen. They lose that game, the next crowd, mm. probably not going to be the same. Like, pe- like people are backing a winner. So, yeah. mate, two from two, I think. And the, I feel like when there's a new team and crowds get on them and they have a couple of wins, the crowds just, or the, the fans get feral for them you know yeah, they're just yeah, yeah. not not in a bad way yeah. they're just like this is us it's us against the world no one gave us a chance like it's so easy to to bond and and um and yeah and, and really get uh, like a significant um part of your heart or give a significant part of your heart to this to this team even though they haven't been around for too long yeah having that emotional experience with strangers can be really powerful and especially mm. when everyone's wearing a stupid fins hat if you go home look in the mirror and, you, and you've lost and you feel like a loser and you're wearing that fins hat you're like, this fucking thing, throw it away. But once you, you're leaving that place high as a kite and everyone's in and a fin, like you're tapping like, tapping fins, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing the whole bit, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's definitely, and you know, yeah, any any experience shared is, a, is an experience doubled sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, I'm Good uh, one. Yeah, I, I loved it. Thought it was a great game. 
And also the double pump into Hammer hitting that huge gap had gave me New South Wales 2014 mm. uh, vibes when we find a bit Queensland, but also just um, great play. Like it wasn't even just RC. Fuck, I hope this works. Kick high, ball falls. You know, it was real. You know, they're excellent. They're playing really well. Yeah. Score. Uh, Twenty to fourteen. At Bay fifty three pod tweeted, "Wow, I can't believe the Newcastle Knights are going to be the first team in the NRL to beat the Dolphins." I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Great tweet. Your last game we're going to look at, your Mighty West Tigers versus Bronze for Johns. Uh, first, let's talk about something serious and concerning. At Fat Harry Lazy said, in all seriousness, I don't see Punga playing for much longer. It's almost like he's punch drunk. Poor bloke. You don't want to see a promising career cut short by CTE. He's going to have to think about his future. Um, I mean, a promising career. The kid was touted as one of the the next big thing yeah like yeah. a top tier Newcastle's paid a huge amount of money for him and I'm, I'm only bringing that up to talk about like he's a diamond era New, mm. Ze- New Zealand rugby was talking about taking him if yeah. this kid goes soon that's going to be a massive thing yeah and and for the sport that someone this talented and this great can just be wiped out like mm. Pappenhausen like there's a bunch that it's looking really serious for Kiri yeah I mean he's towards the later end of his career but Victor Radley. Yeah. yeah. They're all pretty young. They're all really young. Yeah. Compared to Not us. just even in their careers. Like, they're in their life, they're really, really young. But yeah. even in their careers, they're young. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it is scary. Um, makes you think, like, Adam O'Brien moving him into the front line of 5'8". Was it a good idea? Mm. Easy to say with hindsight. But, yeah, it's, it's a worry. It really is. Um, and with, I feel like when they get concussed... I feel like it's just the next one's easier, and you, like they oh, come out, exactly they come right. out of contact that doesn't look heavy, mm. and they're gone, and you're mm. like, oh, this is getting bad, you know. And you, I mean, you feel like you can almost see their brain dribbling out their ears. Um, I feel for him because yeah, he had the world at his feet, yeah. um, and he's just he plays tough, plays hard, and you know that's unfortunately I don't know I don't think it's got a problem with his tackle technique or anything I think he just yeah he just gets his body in the way and he's Mm. just got maybe he's just one of those people who you know sort of gets impacted by that more so than you know your Kevin Campions who end up (laughs) with like 217 stitches in their head yeah probably you know probably got a few concussions but not that many I wonder if I wonder all the people we just said then as well were were like fullbacks or, or halves. I wonder if there's because they're doing more one-on-one tackling instead of group tackling. Remember, maybe yeah. they're getting. I don't know. There's Victor Radley. Oh, Victor Radley, yeah. But well, he's, he's a he's small body, a, and he's and he's often getting smashed in those tackles as well. Yeah, like, he's and got his head he's a maniac. Yeah, he's a maniac. Yeah, I don't know. There's something. There's definitely well, something I mean, they're, happening they're there. They're getting targeted, and often when a line runner's running at a half, they're going to be putting on late footwork and things like yeah. that to get through the line to, you know, sort of go through their arms or whatever rather than running into their shoulders. So, so it's that, easier to make a... Yeah, yeah, you can get your head in the wrong spot easier, I guess. Mm. Um, and just the fact that it's a bigger body and all week they're getting told, run through Kalen, run through Kalen. Yeah, yeah, so they're yeah. running extra hard if he's in front of them, mm. you know? Uh, I would love to talk about this the whole time and not about the Tigers losing, but let's do this. At Sea Eagle Spur, what a huge win by the Knights. Full credit to them. They had every excuse... But this is dead set one of the worst performances I've seen by any NRL team. Absolute rubbish by the Tigers. Seriously, where from here? Now, I, I don't think it was the worst performance I've ever seen the Tigers. In fact, I remember last year, round two, we played the Knights and we were losing 14-0 at halftime. So this, I can definitely see that this is pretty dramatic, though, in that Kalen went down. 
the Braley went Jamie down. Braley, on uh, so that should Chazelle, be enough. Gorn. Yeah, the Frizz was playing so well as well. And then he, that's, and their three, so. that's their three best players, pretty much. So it was pretty... Two spine members. And then they had two people in the bin. So at two different times. So all of that, especially at home, definitely should have equaled a win. Full team, except for John Bateman. Like, yeah. Full strength. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other issue I had with it was uh, Newcastle... Traveling now, there was something else. Oh, there was shit last week. Like that, we were favourites. There are so many reasons why we should have won this game. Yeah, I saw you put on a little flutter. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I did that at the bolo on Friday. It was great. The moment yeah. I saw we were favourites, when I was tipping, I was like, oh, oh, goodbye, lobster. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to do it. It softens the blow. 100 percent. It's the only thing that can soften the blow. I mean, people can say lovely things. My grandmother can say lovely things or whatever. But actually, getting cash, being paid to lose, feels a lot better. That's mm. the only thing that can make mm. it feel a little bit better. Yeah. Love that and transaction. I'm happy, to, I'm happy to spend twenty dollars if it means the Tigers win. Yeah, that was um, it was it was ugly from the Tigers. Speaking of ugly, what about after the game? You were there, right? Yeah, weird. It was weird that whole. I mean, Jackson Hastings seemed lovely on camera. Turned around to talk to Tommy about it. To allow who yeah, he'd hit high. Basically, said to the camera, goes, "I'm going go to go apologise and find it." It was my fault. It was an accident. It. Yeah. yeah, turns around straight away to do it, and Tommy's like. Didn't want to borrow it. Now they all know each other, so you got to wonder what the hell's going on there. You'd think that it would be they'd be faster friends because they know each other, not. And allegedly, Jackson Hastings didn't want to leave, so it's not like it's not like he left them, you know, an egregious situation. Yeah, yeah. it's a, that was a really weird one. And Clem doesn't know him, so Clem loves being a tough guy and standing over the top of him afterwards. But yeah, he should have done that during the game. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the, the whole Tommy Lowe thing was weird, and it makes me think that there's something. I mean, you and I love Jackson Hastings. We've heard that podcast. I've never met the guy in real life, but I've, everything I've heard of him in public has been great. Mm. Every single club he goes to, he's only there for a year or so, which is a weird, weird. Yeah. Not entirely his fault, but maybe that's part of the problem. I don't know. There's something. There's got to be just, something. He, just, he must just rub people the wrong way. Yeah. Every club where there's a bunch of alphas, there's going to be some people who fucking get their back up and just can't. But maybe he just comes off disingenuous. Maybe he says it to the camera, we all eat it up going, oh, great, but all these players know this is bullshit. Like, he says that kind of shit all the time live, but in the room he's... He's a dog. I don't know. Yeah, I don't maybe. Know. I mean, I'm trying to come up with something. I have I've no evidence for that, so... And if anyone needed some um, some media training when he back in the day in his early career, it would have been him, so maybe he's just had a, a ton of that and he's, <laughs> yeah, great, at, he's great at, at it, projecting yeah. a, a persona. But, I mean, from... My mate who uh, who knows him far better than than anyone else that I know. Mm. Um, you know, he said on camera, off camera, same guy. Yeah. Seems then, to have grown. Like, I didn't, you know, you've just had your nose broken. Tommy Talau missed most of last season, right, with an injury. Yeah. He's probably frustrated as yeah. fuck. Like, you can understand him blowing up, but... I no, mean, not then, though. I understand him blowing up. He comes oh, over and says, time. like... Hey sorry. man, look, that was fucked. I'm so sorry. You Get don't push the bloke in the chest. Yeah, like that's going, a pretty no, big step. I'll talk to you later. See yeah, you later. Sort yeah. Of this thing. isn't like, my time. Go be with your team. Well, someone comes over and goes, "Tommy's not ready." Yeah, yeah. To stand up and push the bloke in the chest is a pretty big move. And Even then keep talking shit. Yeah. And then yeah, Clemmer coming over, mate. The thing that pissed me off in that instance was like, Clemmer's a hard man, but there was a time to be hard in that game where I don't know if he was on the field to be honest, but when the Saifidi boy. Smoked little, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I think little you're right. Simkin, yeah. whichever one. It no, I think it was little. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she which one? You no, I think one it was Simkin. I think it was gone. Yeah, Simkin's gone. Whoever it was, it was like, I don't remember dragons. who it was. We should have been scoring that thing. We're throwing the ball around like idiots. Yeah. Smoked him. Like mm. he's gonna get weeks for that hit. Like it was a bad one, and it's a prop. 
perfect time, Clemmer, to go up and grab that guy mm. and show him how serious you are about your new club and being, you know, a protector for your teammates. Go up against one of your old mates mm. And, mm. and shirt front him and talk shit then. But I don't, he mustn't have been on the field because I feel like that's a perfect opportunity yeah. to go up and, and be I feel like he would against his old team. I think he would have loved that to have stood up. No one's going to hit him. You know what I mean? No, no. So... But just like to show your passion, yeah. like I think the timing of, at the end of the game was poor. Mm. I think after watching that game as a Tigers fan and then seeing them carry on that way, you would have been like, "Fuck, just get in the shed, listen to your coach, shut the fuck up, go yeah. home, don't drink all week, eat perfectly, train your heart out, yeah. and get a fucking win, please." Yeah, fuck. I that's mean, exactly sound, right. Sounds easy, right? Yeah. Well, I'm happy to do it. If that's, if that's all it takes. <laughs> don't drink, eat, right? Actually, eating right's a bit that's hard. That's tough. <laughs> Score. Uh, that score was 14-12. Yeah, and look, I don't know if it really was 14-12. It felt like fucking 44-10, but... <laughs> anyway, uh, here's some amazing tweets. At Angel RLP, the, Dol- the Dolphins have done in the last seven days what the Tigers haven't been able to do in the last eight months. Win two games. Fuck oh, shit. me. Angel RLP, you massive legend. He's a Tigers fan as well, but he's an incredible statistician. And at Mayor Darcy, who's legit the uh, legit mayor of Balmain and or the Inner West... He tweeted, every West Tiger fan deserves an award for stoicism. It's a hard way to live. Cry emoji. And uh, <laughs> I just, love that the mayor just gets the mayor out here. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, so good. Fucking um, hell, what a time. I can't wait. Yeah. When South, like if we cop a shellacking this year, I'd love to see what Albo comes out with on his Twitter. <laughs> just, just, That'll be Russ. He hides behind Russ, mate. Uh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> Russ, Russ runs straight until you lose and he shuts his shop. Mate, can I just say... How good is the the competition at the moment? Oh, so you don't close. know who's going to win. Like mm. the doggies beating the. Storm. Let's get to the whammers. Whoa, oh whoa, 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 whoa. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of rugby league or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable, and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's tees. Hi, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lulu. And this is Lulu, Lulu and, and Ali's Footy Tipping. Today we have a special guest. His name is Nins. Can you say hello? Hello. <laughs> Cheeky. Okay, so it's currently round three of the 2023 uh, NRL. Uh, so first game is Seagulls and Eels. Nins, what do you choose? He chose the eels. Mm. Lulu, what do you think? I gotta go with seagulls. Agreed. I agree with Lulu. Next one is knights and dolphins. I think the dolphins. I think the knights. Oh, you think the knights, yeah. Nines? What I about think, you? I think the dolphins. Yeah, I think the dolphins. Yeah. Margins? Eight. Eight. Next off is roosters and rabbitos. I'm gonna go with rabbitos. What are you gonna go with, Nines? I'm gonna go for roosters or rabbitos. Oh, the roosters. Mm. Lulu, what do you think about that? Rabbitos, for sure. Rabbits? Yeah. Okay. Titans and storms. I think the... Titans or storms? Titans? Yeah. Titans? What's the titans? Uh, I'm going with... I'm going to... After last week with the Bulldogs, I'm still... I think the storms, though. Uh, I don't know. I'm doing the titans. I'm going with the storms. Next one is Cowboys and Warriors. Nance, what do you choose? Warriors. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What would you choose, Lulu? Uh, this cowboys. is a tough one. Yeah, Cowboys. I think I'm going to go with Cowboys. Can I see the head tad, please? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think definitely Cowboys. Next one, Nins, is Broncos and Dragons. Dragons? Really? Yeah, Nins, you chose Dragons? Yeah. Okay, what what did you choose, Lulu? Uh, Broncos. We choose the Broncos, Nins. My turn? Yeah. Yep. Bulldogs and Tigers. The Tigers. Tigers! Okay. I agree with you, Nins. We all do. Yeah. 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 And then the last game is Raiders and Sharks. Who do you think will win, Nins? I think Raiders. The Raiders? What What do you think, Lulu? Mm, uh, I'm going Sharks. I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. Okay. And that concludes the footy tipping for round three. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. Can you say bye, Nins? Bye. Bye-bye. Cousins of Tip, they had one of their cousins tip too, but let me just do a yes-no on your tips. Uh, so the f- Thursday game, Seagulls, Eels? Uh, Eagles. You say Eels? Eagles. Oh, Eels, yes. Knights, Dolphins? Uh, I'm going with Dolphins. Yes. I'm riding them home. Roosters, Rabbits? Bunnies. Yes. Titans, Storm? Storm. No. Mm. Oh, no, yes, yes. No, the Titans got pants by the Dragons. My bad, I forgot. Uh, Cows, Warriors? Cowboys. Yes. Broncos, Dragons? Broncos. Yeah, yeah, it's a close yes. Yeah, so I don't know how the Dragons are actually really looking at. Mm. Bulldogs, Tigers? Uh, oh, give me yes, go. Tigers, yes. Yeah, Raiders, sure. Sharks? Uh, ooh, Sharkies. Yeah. That was pretty close from us, actually. It was mm. pretty tight. I don't know how you actually really went with the Dogs one, but that was pretty close. And what, did we, we, we... That's tips, that's great. That's the only one that we got off. Tips, tips. Now we do the Wows. Oh, no, relax. Wow! Is that the only one that we didn't completely agree on? You, you'll come around. On the dogs, tigers, don't worry about it. <laughs> News. Uh, no, we're doing Wowmans. And so, really, <clears throat> the Wowman is what you were trying to bring up before. The Broncos' first half mm. was fucking like South Sydney style gold. Yeah. And the Bulldogs' first half, holy crap. Yeah, it was that come so from? fun. But also just great football. At Mario underscore Sieg tweeted at the biggest tiger hashtag sports best friends. The storm, are, the storm are finished as a concept, and I am here for it. Oh. <laughs> now I cannot tell be cool. you. I don't. I don't know if I'm. I don't think it's there yet. Like, sorry. I think it could be there. Like, this could. Be, we could be watching the beginning of it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I couldn't say it's like actually happening yet though. There's not enough data. But fuck, I'm here for it too. Like, if they're finally done, oh, I'm gonna eat that soup every fucking week. Yeah. And if he'd called them, if uh, Mario had called them the storms in that tweet, <laughs> I think we could have could have locked it in as official. <laughs> But how good to finally see that they've got a shitload of injuries. Yeah. Uh, but they don't. All the plotters that used to turn up and do a job just are doing shit jobs at the moment. It's great. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, the plotters, the basically the forwards that came there with you know not much fanfare and then turned into internationals and Origin players and stuff. You can't see that coming no. from the guys who are there at the moment. Yeah. The cattle they've got, uh, and you know, obviously. Give Bellamy a whole season, we could be singing a different tune, and, yeah. you know, the end of the year. But uh, yeah, this could be it. And you know, we love a bit of tall poppy syndrome in Australia. We love. Oh love yeah, but the... they've had a fucking long enough term, please. And they're cheaters. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I sort of about tall poppy. Like I'm happy to see good teams go good, but they're fucking, they're killing me. Um, also, I think last season we did see they had some centres and wingers and shit who were shit. Yeah. And they never got them right. And then. We're now starting to see it in other positions as well. I think maybe that's why I'm getting a bit excited about it. Still, they get Cam Munster back, though. And, and with ha- Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Pap ever comes back, but uh, I'm worried about that kid. But Cam Munster could easily be back, and he, with Harry Grant, could carry 
the Tigers. So. Yeah, I mean, you think about they've got the best spine in the comp, without a doubt, yeah. if everyone's playing. Uninjured, yeah. Like Pappy, Munster, Jerome Hughes, and yeah. Harry Grant, best hooker in the game, probably the best 5'8. Top three fullback. Roosters spine though, when they have yeah, Brandon Smith, Wamba. he's not a hooker, bra. Mm. I think he's a lock. I think he's a better lock than a hooker anyway. Mm. Um, personally, but then yeah, Teddy, Kiri, Sam Walker, bro. Yeah. Jerome Hughes has done it for New Zealand. I just think they, um, yeah, with a spine like that, you can win enough games to get you to the finals, and with mm. a spine like that, you can win almost any game that you know if you if everyone fires. So. I wouldn't count them out yet, but definitely going to be harder for them this year than previous years. Uh, the fullback for the Dogs, though. Uh, Perez on one side. I think it's... No, Sherez. Sherez. Jacob, Jacob Carraz. Carraz. Fuck, he was having a he game carved. in the first half. Yeah, he's and, got a funny nose, but uh, yeah, he's a gun. <laughs> That's all right. And uh, I just thought, yeah, they were just having an absolute time and, and it was really fun to watch. And my brother-in-law, who's a massive Dogs fan, I just got on the... After about 15 minutes, a message of going... I don't care what the fuck you're doing. Like, go and get to a TV now because you're smashing the storm. And I think they said at the end of the game it was the first time they'd beaten Melbourne in seven years. Maybe it's in Melbourne, but it's a shit long time. And you can imagine that might be true. The, the dogs have been shit forever, and Melbourne's say, been the best forever. It could be. Yeah, it could be anywhere. Mm. That's uh, that. That sounds like I would take that. Yeah. Seven um, years, fuck. So it was good to see. But Any yeah, other whammets? No, just the, yeah. The whole comp, like like you said, you sort of encapsulated it with those two games, but. Looking at the results across the round, round one and two, I think the the gap between, I mean, the very bottom and the very top, still quite large. But I think the middle, like that fight for positions eight, seven, six, um, I reckon that's going to reach down to like mm. you know the fourteenth clubs. I think they're all going to be in it coming into the last few weeks. Even the big blowouts. Have you got the scores there? Even the big blowouts. The Dragons and Titans was a big one. Like that looked pretty resolved straight away. But even the other big ones, kind of like Broncos and Cows. That that game was a lot closer than the score says at the end. Yeah. Unlike the Tigers Knights game, where it probably looks like it was closer than it actually was. But and your game ended up being felt like it wasn't that close until it was. And same with the Eels and Storm. That sorry, Eels and Sharks. That game. Looked like didn't know where it was going to go, and then it was yeah. really close to the end. Like it's, it's incredible football. Yeah, I think uh, looking here, I think eight games, or out of the eight games, like six were decided by eight points or less. Yeah, that's so, right. Something like that. Pretty solid. Um, yeah, a couple of big wins, but you know you're going to get that occasionally. And uh, yeah, mate, speaks volumes about the quality in the NRL, and um, I think just every club getting a little bit more professional. Mm. Well, if you're big, you got to play big. We found the end of another app for those legends who listened all the way through. Thanks, Odin. You've been an absolute pleasure to t- spend time with, sir. Mate, always a pleasure. Never a chore. Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials. Go and listen to Cake's song. I can't put it on the podcast because it turns out if I put it on the podcast, I won't go on Apple Radio. So Apple Podcast. I did that last week. We had eight people listen after about two days. I was like, oh, fuck, what happened here? Hmm. And then I realised, oh, it's just on Spotify. Uh, so that won't be happening. But I encourage you to go and listen to... She's going the distance by cake or the distance? The distance, yeah. yeah. Talk to you next time, sports best friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes and we bloody love yous. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember... Social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people.